Hello, Candice Lamb. Hello, Amanda Wilson. How are you today? I am fantastic. Last week's podcast was well received. It was. Got lots of great feedback from that. So much. Turns out yeah. people people care about their food. They do, like and they it. want to learn more about it. Yeah, and they like so many people said that they could relate to it and all that sort of stuff. That's so. really cool. Hmm. I thought it was very good. Hmm. I think we should talk about food more, 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 more often. often. And vaginas. I think people want to talk about yeah. vaginas too. My two specialty areas, really. <laughs> really is food and vaginas. <laughs> like food with vagina? No, <laughs> like separate, separate, Se- separate. Yeah, yeah. You can't separate. really put them together. Mm. I mean, you can. I mean, you could, but. Probably not great. Not my, not my jam. <laughs> Whatever you're into. <laughs> How's your week? It's been good. I can't believe it's. Fr- I say this every week, but it's Friday already again. Do you have like one long day that takes longer than the rest? Um, I feel like once I get through, like, probably Monday is my longest day. Is it a, like a long day at work? Yeah, yeah. Because you do the nights on Monday. Yeah, and I you're start here early. my first PT's at six usually, and then I finish up. 6 30 so i'm not working that whole time but um once i get through that <laughs> it's like when it's people like, say yeah i have 12 hour days yeah, yeah but are we working for 12 yeah, hours yeah probably not probably not probably not i mean we train and talk a lot yeah. of shit and yeah drink a lot of coffee yeah it's a lot of farting around mm. much farting around what are we talking about today we got some new things happening around the gym gymnasium yeah it's pretty exciting really we've been talking about this stuff for a really long time on and off years yeah yeah years and years definitely um and we decided i don't even know how or why we decided now is the time but i think i think just a lot of open and a lot of reflection on popped up that um that we want to add to what we offer here at the gym Mm. just like fuck it now's now's you know now is the right time yeah and yeah definitely after the open i think um and just, yeah, like I said, stuff just kept popping up. Different members are feeling different different ways. And yeah. we just notice things as, as coaches, like, and we think like that Like trends this, in things. Yeah. yeah. We feel like this could definitely help mm. um, solve a lot of people's um, issues mm. at the gymnasium. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What am I talking about? We are in the next two, not next week, the week after. So the week, first week back from school holidays. We um, are launching two new programs, so there'll be additions to our time. Timetable's changing a little bit, um, but then we have stuff adding onto the timetable. Will I talk about it now? Mm. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Um, so first thing, Rookies is changing to Contessa Sweat, so we're rebranding that to a whole new program. That was so Very fucking loud. loud. That's on 10. I'll just turn that down. Holy That's going to shock Let me All try that the again. Babies. There That's we better. go. God damn. <laughs> Probably should have checked that before I press go. Wow. <laughs> um, and so we want to make that program not just about beginners, but about people who love what we do here, but maybe want a break or need a break from the very high intensity high skilled stuff whose bodies maybe are telling them they need a rest maybe they have other stresses going on in life maybe they're a little bit injured a bit sleep deprived whatever it is that's going on contessa rookies is now contessa sweat which is going to be um like into high intensity interval training essentially um, it's crossfit without the high level gymnastics barbell and also good for the 
like over the years of running booty camp now rookies and now sweat we've had people that really love it and they don't want to leave it yeah they love the 45 minute aspect they love that it's shorter they love not having to um they they want to come to the gym and sweat they don't want to um learn how to do a a snatch they don't want to go upside down against the wall and that's fine like if that's what you're into we can now cater for that long term rather than kind of like hey, you've you been here for go. a while <laughs> let's move up to crossfit now so i think that's going to be beneficial for a lot of people yeah and the biggest um basis of that class will be metabolic conditioning just getting people fitter do more work in less time mm. all that kind of stuff absolutely so that's exciting it's not, it's not um completely minus of strength training that's no use kettlebells numbers yeah. and yeah. body weight strengthening just exercises. won't be as much like learning i guess yeah. you know crossfit you have to learn how to do something and then retain that knowledge and apply it again next time. There'll be less of that element, which I think is what puts a lot of new people off CrossFit maybe um, and stops people from joining our gym because they're like, holy shit, I will never be able to do that. Mm -hmm. Um, So it'll be a good... And some people just don't want to think and just don't want to and that's okay too. Mm. So um, that will be on the timetable seven times? I think it's six six or seven times. Three days a week, Yeah. yeah something like that tuesday thursday fridays yeah. i think the six or seven on the timetable and so currently rookies we only have two times a week options so we now can offer three times a week which is really cool because that's the, kind of the minimum we want people yeah training here anyway yeah we want so to hit cool. you three times a week with some yeah, some, some sweat um and program number two let me just see no wait that was number one no oh, that's probably not a good one the program no wait i found it i found <laughs> okay. it on the fourth time okay. and program number two is Contessa strength. Strength. Yay. What? Tell me about that, Candice Lamb. Um, so another thing that we have noticed over the years, and I think after every open we have a little bit of a reflection on kind of where everyone's at and what we want to work on, is in g- generally in women with not a big athletic background, their baseline strength is not great a lot Definitely. of the time. Especially so we're like talking about like, and... yes, pulling and pushing upper body stuff, mm. deadlifting, back squatting, front squatting, lunging, all of those kind of foundation strength movements that carry across so well to everything we want to be able to do in CrossFit. We find that there's a big hole there. Huge hole, especially like you said, if they haven't come from an athletic background, mm-hmm. if they, and then one thing we talk about often is one of the biggest troubles is teaching people how to, brace yeah breathe yeah learn how to move whilst we've told them to hold that position mm-hmm. and then hey and if it's in a crossfit class and you've got to watch have a watchful eye over the entire class it's like oh okay we've just taught you this now do it fast yeah <laughs> we don't want them to do it fast but that's 10 that's what their brain does when the clock's on um and their friends are going fast around them and everything just t- kind of sometimes turns a bit sloppy yeah so that'll be um, – I'm really excited about this. It's something that, yeah, like I said, we've talked about for a really long time and can't remember how many times it is, but it's a three-day-a-week thing as well. I think there's five. Five five sessions? Yeah. So there'll be a – Two in – I think there's two at 8.05 and yep. then three at 5.35. Three at night time, yeah. The only reason I right. know is because I – I crowned, I made timetable crowns. I played with it. When <laughs> I released this timetable. If anyone oh, says anything If anyone t- tells me a crown is at a place, <laughs> I may throw my computer. Um, but yeah, strength, I think this is going to be, and also the same as what you said, like people that need to, to pull back from CrossFit for a minute. Mm-hmm. We don't want you to stop strength training. Um, like, And we talked about like a lot of people when we put up the, 
guesses like what is this program a lot of people are like ollie lifting ollie lifting ollie lifting um the strength required the like that just straight lifting without dynamic movements involved if you have a bigger base there you're going to be better at your ollie lifting we cover enough ollie lifting in class and also we're going to be doing a specialty course on those a few times a year but this is going to be a year-round um let's get you strong motherfuckers yeah and i people want to do the sexy stuff they always want to do the sexy stuff but like we talk about all the time you need to earn the right to do the sexy things and this is your this is your gateway to that like this is getting your chance. very very strong mm. um you know i think of like pulling off the floor and like if you can get really strong there how much more you're going to be able to clean one day so it's going to help with all of the things that you want to be able to do but you got to kind of start at the mm. strict press step one. strict press sucks yeah. but it's so fucking good so good it's so good for you it sucks because you want to use your legs. You want to be able to jerk it. You want to be able to split jerk because you feel like a badass. But if you can strict press a lot of weight, then your jerk is going to be a lot more weight. Yeah. You'll probably be able to do handstand push-ups if you want to be able to do that better. Yeah. We we know people want to do the sexy stuff, but this is the foundation to getting to the sexy. Mm-hmm. And then you'll be able to apply it more in um, CrossFit classes as well. Like in learn how to breathe, learn how to brace. Also, um, not to mention the power exercises, the plyometric exercises yeah. that we put yeah. in. A lot of there will be some fun stuff along the way, obviously. So, as lo- as well as being strength training, it's like gymnastics is the other thing that we've kind of and they kind of go hand in hand. I think I know we talk about gymnastics as being able to move your body through space, but um, positional awareness is part of that, and just pure strength is a part of that as well. So this strength stuff is going to help with your gymnastic skills because like you said your pressing will be stronger your midline will be stronger because you're going to have to learn how to brace better and move better your um, positions are going to be better because they have to be there and there's going to be a lot of plyometric and kind of different accessory stuff we don't get to cover in classes in in those sessions Mm, I think it's going to be and I think like this is not us moving away from the CrossFit methodology this is us giving our direct target market more of a chance to build a base to then work with the methodology yeah. better. Yeah, so they because can do so, the stuff they yeah. want to be able to do. Like one thing I've noticed with guys, like obviously they just genetically have better muscle and tone and everything else. Like so many girls that come here, they feel safe. They come here because they feel safe. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of them have never done anything before with a bar, with dumbbells, with anything. So for us to get them prepped and primed ready for this sort of stuff like having these like the sweat and the strength options they're going to be great to start with and then move you into this when you've got that foundation yeah and and if you have big goals of ollie lifting if you want to be able to squat clean 90 100 kilos whatever it is you need to be able to back squat a lot more weight than that yeah like we talked about this the other day like ollie lifters that can clean and jerk 100 kilos they can probably back squat 150, 160 mm-hmm. kilos with no full reps. Like so many, and this is one thing that Ollie lifters I think don't like about CrossFit is we, when we max out, we, we we're front squatting. Our one RM front squat is close to our one RM clean, mm-hmm. which is the same movement under a lot more. <laughs> there's so much more dynamic, you know, moving to it and 
um, under a lot more stress and in a ward and all that sort of stuff. We need to be lifting more um, with these, you know, strength lifts rather than with throwing in all the dynamic shit. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's going to be a big game changer for a lot of people who are yeah. kind of looking to level up skills or, um, you know, get their first handstand push-ups or pull-ups or muscle-ups, all that kind of stuff. Definitely. And without just thinking that you can go and do the handstand push-ups, muscle-ups and everything without actually building that base. Mm. Safety first. Mm. Safety Steve over here. Speaking. Not even, yeah, safety obviously, but just just makes sense, hey? Like, yeah. People you always need, in a rush If you want to push yourself off your head, like you probably should be able to push press that weight also. <laughs> kind of makes sense. But I want it now, Candice. <laughs> so, yeah, that's our programs. I haven't used those in a long time. Now I'm excited. Um, that are coming to the timetable starting in less than two weeks. Two weeks, yeah. So we'll start releasing some info about how to, if you want to, um, come and have a chat about what you want to do. Obviously, CrossFit, like Mandy said, is still the the basis of everything we do and we'll never move away from that because we are fangirls of the CrossFit methodology. Mm. Um, But yeah, add-ons that we think will help a lot of people. Yep, definitely. And we've created memberships that can hopefully um, cater for most with CrossFit and strength or CrossFit and, you know, or sweat and strength, all that sort of stuff Mm -hmm. so we can cross it over. Um, So yeah, we'll release some more info and then it'll just be as normal talking to um daddy email and daddy about it mm-hmm. mm. sorry dan <laughs> <laughs> mm. what else we got to talk about today <sighs> this is a list of things in front of me yeah there now. is isn't it um sidestep sidestep what is the difference between training and competing oh what a question well and this is where i think um this is where crossfit probably gets a bad rap because so many People like let's say in every single CrossFit gym around the world, ninety percent of those people, ninety five, ninety seven percent, are not um, trying to make it a far way with the sport. Mm-hmm. They're going to CrossFit every day to be healthier, to live longer, to have a functional body, and to, to do to look better naked, yeah. and to do something that they enjoy along the way. And the enjoyment sometimes turns into competing against their friends in the gym every single day rather than training and working on themselves and focusing on their own shit. Mm -hmm. So competing is when you are using either your old scores, not always the best thing to do as well, either your old scores or someone next to you or the clock as a benchmark to make sure you're pushing hard and fast when really you should be focusing on you and how you feel in that moment Mm -hmm. and um training to be better competing is working at 10 out of 10 yeah training is working 7 out of 10 and being okay with coming last yeah and you don't get better like competing does not make you better we talk about um the open and quarterfinals that have just been like we got less fit in those four or five weeks because we were focused solely on the thing that was in front of us, which we knew was X, Y, Z movements. And we were just trying to practice getting faster and better at those. Our overall fitness and skill level in all of the other things went down. Mm -hmm. And if you come to class every day and all you're focused on is like that thing and getting faster with that thing. And in doing that, you're getting a little bit less good technically or 
um, you're not hitting depth with all of your reps or whatever it is. Like you're doing yourself a disservice. You're not getting any better. And if you're not, like a lot of the time, if you're too busy looking sideways and not in your moment, you're probably not moving the best that you can. Mm. You're probably um, like in terms of focus, you're not focused. You're thinking outside of where you are and you're not really going to be able to remember how you felt in that workout next time you test it if it is another workout that you want to test in the future things like this um and i think how many people do you think compete every single day everybody most hey and then you know this is i I don't know if you remember before we got sugar wad do you remember how um not nervous i was like oh i don't want people to leaderboard and look at each other's scores i don't want people at the bottom to feel shit i don't want people at the top to think that they're top shit all that sort of stuff and I think it's a fantastic tool. Um, big fan of ours. My dad, your husband, Bergeron, talks about having a leaderboard. I was just like in my head, I was like, Josh is not your dad. <laughs> got it. Got your it, husband, got Ben Bergeron, it. he always talks about husband. when you enter in a score, you'll work harder. Yeah. And that's that's fine as long as you're working hard with, within you and being able to record whatever you're doing in that. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah, I do. I think um, – well, how long – how long did it take you of CrossFit to stop thinking like that? Because I know it took me a really long time. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm naturally very competitive. Mm. Um, growing up in a big family, we compete with everything. Um, so I still like I still fuck around with it, but mm. I think I, I don't know. I do it a bit differently. Yeah. Um, seriously, it was probably when I opened the gym because I didn't really have the capacity. <laughs> Too tired to do it to anymore. Do anymore. <laughs> um, but when I was a member CrossFit Toowoomba, I would, I was excited to see the scores because they put their scores on that website every night. Yeah, I yeah. was excited to see where I was every yeah. single night. Yeah, it's the same. Um, so I would, I would definitely look at it every night and be like, oh, way fitter than that bitch. Why the fuck? Yeah. And then, and then you get down. It's like, oh. And I've had people say this to me here. It's like, I thought I did good until I looked at Sugar One mm-hmm. and I realized it's like, well, no, that shouldn't take away your effort. All you need to focus on is your own shit in that in that moment, like your effort that you put in. If your effort was good, I'll fucking say this to my six-year-old daughter. Like if your effort was good, then you did good. Like that's the thing that matters. If you tried hard, you tried hard to move well, you, you know, all that sort of stuff. That's what matters. Yeah. Yeah. Not against because someone else. You don't know. That other person could be having the best day of their life. Like yes. They could be at peak performance. They slept really well. They've been eating good. They feel great. And they beat you. But you haven't slept well and you've been eating like a turd. Like you, you can't compare apples and oranges. Yes. And so that's that's the difference between competing and training. And how often should you compete, Candice? At the open. When or there's a competition. <laughs> when you're actually doing a competition. If you're retesting a benchmark potentially. Mm. As and long you feel as, good, yes. you're having a good day and you're not injured. And you, and you didn't have a baby the, in yeah. between last time you did it. Like yeah. you can't compare those kinds of things. And if you do, like if you go, oh, I've done this before. Um, I want to look at it, read my notes. Sometimes I write myself love letters in benchmark so I know how I felt. Um, but yeah, if it was like before I had Callie or, you know, like different events in your life will happen, like – you know, if you got sick, if you broke a bone, like you're not going to compare that. Um, you can look at it as long as you are aware that you are a different person. Yeah. <laughs> and you're in a different different time in your life. Yeah. I think that's really important too when you compete against yourself. 
Yeah. And I think the biggest tip I can give you for like how to focus on the training is to listen to the stimulus. Mm. If we say today, for example, 15 overhead squats per round, no more than two sets, pick a weight, not that your friend's doing so you can beat and race your friend, pick a weight that you know will help meet that stimulus. Mm. So two sets, quick little rest, get back onto it. Like do that, focus on one thing every session that you can actually physically um, measure and do. Mm. And then the opposite side as well, it's like, oh, I could do this weight, but I don't want to go that slow. Yeah. It's like, fuck off, who cares? Yeah. Like if if you think that you can do it in two sets and you think you can finish in the time that we gave you, then do it. Who gives a shit? Like, because you will end up faster, you will end up better, you'll end up getting there eventually. Mm-hmm. Um, but you've got to work within you, not within... Because have you ever noticed when you set up a class, because most people follow people, right? That's how we're kind of made. Like, it's like, all right, go pick your workout weights. Everyone sort of looks sideways. Yeah. Like, what is she doing? What is she doing? Yeah. All right, this is where I should be. And then most of the class will all be on the same yeah. weight. It's like, what are you guys doing? Yeah. You're not the same person. Yeah. So I think people definitely um, need to start, you know, just focusing on, don't, don't worry. Even though this is a group environment, it's really hard to do and everyone's doing a similar thing in the same session time you got to stop worrying about what anyone else is doing and just focus on you and you, your performance and you getting better. Yeah. That's the best thing for you to actually get better. The first time I ever thought about this as a concept, I think probably a Benny, per- Benny Bergeron podcast, um, he was talking about rope climbs and how he was teaching an athlete a new way of rope climbing. And because it was her first time doing it, she was really fucking slow. And he had to have a chat with her and be like, you got better today because you slowed down and you learned a new technique and that's going to be faster in the long run but you're going to be last on the leaderboard today with this class. And that's okay because you learned something new. And I was was like, cool, like what can I take away from this session? I don't care if I got the fastest time or whatever, but, you know, maybe I held on to my pull-ups unbroken or maybe I, I don't know, did a little bit heavier than I normally would do. Like those things are the things you should be focusing on. 100%. That is so true. So that's competing and training. That's a good one one that we have to talk about often. The next note. Um, <laughs> that I have in here. Anyone who was here on Saturday is probably still rocking in the corner after their class. Katie, was I think pre, this was you. Pre-period. Um, it says cranky. run to your bar. Run to your bar. What does, what does that mean? So what every, every Are you okay? I'm okay. okay. I'm okay now because I yelled God. at them all to run to their bar. Mm. Um, I would say every coach has like uh, just a small pet list of pet peeves. Mm-hmm. Um, I know one for both of us is um, push-ups, teaching Mm push-ups can be a lot. Um, And another one of mine, I can't remember, I think I I saw it somewhere, maybe it was like Annie Thor's daughter way back in the day. Oh no, I think it was Katrin actually. I think she she, she was like, no matter what, what you're going to next, doesn't matter when you pick it up or how big the set is, run to it and just start. Yeah. And so... On Saturday, we had a we had a workout that was partner running, and whenever the whole gym did it, everyone in this class they got they from their bar, they'd walk from their bar to the roller door and start running as soon as they got outside, and then they got when they ran back in, as soon as they hit the roller door, they walked back to their bar. Let me give you a little fun fact: the run track isn't actually measured from kind of in line with the end of the bag rack so it's inside the gym the mm. run starts there yeah like in in the middle of the gym kind yeah. of thing um so the one like one of the things that we talk about that crossfit teaches us all is efficiency 
um, and purpose and focus. And you can't, you telling me, you, you're going for a little 400 meter, 800, whatever you're doing. And you can't do another 10 meters inside. Get your ass to the bar as fast as you can. Knees up. Even if it's a little, little shuffle. A little shuffle. You got to get there and you got to start. Mm. So, and that could be, like, run to your bar is a metaphor for life, isn't it? How you do anything is how you do everything. 100%. I love me a, um, what's the word I'm looking for? A purposeful mm. walk or run. Mm-hmm. Do it like you mean it, you know? And if you convince you, if you do that, you're convincing yourself that you are worthy mm. and strong and fit enough mm-hmm. to continue on. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Purposeful. Are you feeling better? I feel a little bit better now that I've talked that out. Yeah. Do you not like it? Or are you fine with it? No, I yes, I agree with okay. you. Yeah. I just feel like you're making me sound like a crazy bitch this time. You were a little bit crazy yeah, inside. Yeah, it was. It's a little bit hormonal. <laughs> Run to your bar! <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, everyone. Sorry if you were there. Uh, no, it's great. It's great. Well, we already um, talked about leaderboarding. We did. I think we've just gone on a bit mashed, of a tangent. Mashed it all together. Um, I have to caveat with saying I'm waiting for my, my doctor to call. So if I disappear momentarily, it's because she's called. She's never on time. So I'll be shocked if she does. If she does call and then I'll just keep talking. Yeah. I haven't done a podcast by myself in a while. <laughs> I did a couple of earlier on. I'll just have a big old Start yarn to myself. She'll be ranting myself. about something when I get back. <laughs> um, what is secret training? Secret training. So secret training, The I guess the term came from Joe when I was um, – at CrossFit Toowoomba when I first started um, training and I really wanted to get better at handstands. So mm. I, this is like when I very first started. And so I was, you know, training five, six days a week. And then I was just trying to do handstands a lot and my shoulders and I think one knee ended up getting real sore. And I told her, she was like, what have you been doing? I said, uh, lots of handstands. She's like, well, you're secret training. That's not in the program. And I'm like, well, I need to get better at handstands. She's like, you'll get better at handstands. Be patient. You're secret training. I was like, fuck's sake. So we talk secret training when it's, um, if you're signing up for a online, um, oh, the sexy stuff, like, mm-hmm. oh, you want to get a bit of butts and thighs, buy my booty program. <laughs> if you're buying booty <laughs> programs, if you're buying muscle up programs, if you're um, doing stuff outside of the program here, that's secret training, unless we've given it and, to you. Unless, yeah, when we don't know about it specifically. Yeah. Like, and if you're doing it, can you tell us, please? Just so we actually know. fucking know so we don't kill you and overload you because there is such thing as um, doing too much. Yes. And particularly when the program comes from someone you know, if it's a program from outside, it's a generic program, which is okay, but it means that there's no consideration to the volume that you're currently doing, the movements you've trained this week. Like there's no talking to each other of the programs, hmm. you know. Then that's our biggest problem. It's not that you're cheating on us. A little bit. Jokes. Um, it's that we we don't know what you're doing. So you can do too much of that one thing. Yeah. So if you're if you've bought a booty program and you're doing glute bridges, lunges, box step-ups, and then the next day we have you loaded up with a heavy back squat, chances are your back squat's going to probably be pretty shit. Yeah. Um, and you may hurt yourself. So we need to know so we can either change that movement um, or make it lighter or make it less reps, whatever it may be. Um, so you're not doing too much. Yeah. 
And just on secret training. Do you think people need secret training? I what do you think happens? What do you think? Why do you think people do it? Um, I think they think that more is better. Yes. Which sometimes it is. Like if you want to learn a skill, like we know that you need to spend more hours doing said skill. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think social media probably plays a big role. Like people being like, oh, like that athlete is doing this. Like maybe I should buy their program and also do that because they're very good at that. That kind of thing. Or they're very good at marketing that. Oh, yes, exactly. Their team is very good at marketing for that stuff. So I think it's, yeah, the desire to get better. Yeah. And it, and it, that's great. A lot of the time, though, if, if it is something like you want to be able to do a muscle up, um, a lot of the time it'll come down to the old base of the pyramid, so nutrition, making sure that you're um, – at a optimal body weight to be able to get your ass over the bar to begin with, not your ass, your ass doesn't go over the bar in a muscle up. Um, And also patience in strength building. If you want to get better at the sexy stuff, if you want to bar muscle up and you can't do 10 strict pull-ups, 15 strict pull-ups, you have no right throwing your shit around up there trying to get a muscle up. If you want to do handstand push-ups and you can't do 15 to 20 push-ups on your toes you've no right throwing your shit down upside down yeah like you've got to build the base and be patient if you've been doing crossfit for less than a year and you're you know just working on strict pull-ups now and throwing your shit around in the rings you're doing it wrong you're gonna hurt yourself yeah yeah 100 percent um and i think generic programs are fine whatever but we as coaches know what you need and we know when to give it to you and we will always upscale someone if they need to be upscaled yeah. in a class like if it calls if it's a workout that calls for five strict pull-ups every round but we know you could do that with your eyes closed we're probably going to make you do strict chest bar pull-ups you know we'll yep. scale you up and down based on what you need because we know you as an athlete the program you bought from i don't know whoever on the internet doesn't know where you're at yeah. So they're just like giving you the same shit they give everybody. Exactly. It's the thing they wrote six years ago and are still making money from. A hundred percent. And they they wrote it not to help you. <laughs> they wrote it to make money, and the they get to help people along the way, of course, and that's why they fell in love with it, no doubt. But like, we know where you're at. We know where you need to be. We know how to get you there safely. But if your nutrition isn't in in the right place, and you're not sleeping the best and you're really really stressed at work maybe you don't need to get a muscle up this year maybe you need to focus on all of those first and i'm sorry that sucks and that doesn't sound like a fun thing to do but this is the main reason we don't have the super high level skills in our class because the people we train for majority of our classes don't need that they need to master the basics Mm -hmm. and like candace just said if you're at a point that you are able to be scaled up we will scale you up. Yep. And we program extras every day. Mm. The accessory work, they'd be on the 60. Yes. It's in that our app every day. stuff comes straight from the extras that we do. Yep. It's exactly the same. And it's from the same programmer. So the class workout yep. we do, mm-hmm. um, the extras we do, that is part of the extras that we do every day. So yep. you can be sure that you're not going to be overloading a movement pattern or a tissue because it's programmed into the week. Exactly. Properly. We, this is a, we are ranting at them That's today, rant. aren't we? we are. And this is, you know, we've gotten some 
fucking lovely emails from people outside of this gym, which is so cool that listen to this podcast. So this is obviously, I think this would happen at most gyms. Like most people want, I really like they'll walk in and they'll see some cool shit and then they'll say to their coach, I want to be able to do that. So this is, yeah, this is for everyone. Like to earn the right to be able to do the cool shit, you've got to build the foundations. Starts with nutrition. Sorry, mm-hmm. motherfuckers, you got to eat better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and in saying all of that, like we... We are pretty good coaches. Like I'd say we're reasonably experienced and reasonably yeah. good at what we do. Um, we've all had our own, we've had our own coach yeah. as well, coaches as well in the past. Um, I've had we've both had extra gymnastics stuff programmed for us before, um, and weightlifting stuff and extra things, and we can help you. Like if you want extra programming, there's a handful of um, members that I do this for at the moment, mm. and they go and do their extras. But we make sure that because I can see the full week of programming that it's not crossing over with anything too much. and They're not going to be overloading anything. So give your money to us so we can fucking help you. 100%. Because we know where you're at and we know exactly what you need. Those people are very famous and very good looking, have very nice bodies and a very good social media account. But that doesn't mean that they're good coaches and it doesn't mean they're good programmers. And they don't know who you are. Yep. All very relevant points. No, wait, I need my... It's a classy one. That one. Okay. Oh, you want to clap? No, that's fine. There you go. Last point? Yeah. This one's a good one. Why don't we do challenges here? So I used to. I've done them a lot in the... um, I've been in the fitness industry a very long time. um, And it's kind of what made up most of the first half of my career um, is trying to keep people motivated enough to come to the gym. And you do that by signing them up, locking them in, whatever it is, for a six, eight, 12-week challenge. And did you find, sorry, question, did you find that that brought new people to the gym yeah. or was it keeping the already members more engaged or both? Both. Yeah. That was definitely a both thing. Um, so, yeah, we used to run like a – I think it first started when The Biggest Loser was really big, like at the beginning of all of that, and we'd have like a, a blue team and an orange team yeah. and – um, we like a way off in. challenge. Oh, at the it's end. disgusting to yeah. think about now. Like every week, we would do the weigh in, and it would be all together. Um, and then at the end, it would be like based off percentage lost. Jesus. And that was the whole goal: is to yeah. eat as little as you can to weigh the. But like we're shocked about this, but this is happening. Yeah, yeah. Less than a kilometer right. away. Like this happens at every gym. Not every gym, but this happens at so many gyms still. So the reason we don't like them is because it's short term, unsustainable, and if nothing else, more damaging physically and mentally than um than any good i can't see it doing any good like maybe it does like a bit of a kickstart for some people but usually it's so restricted in terms of calories and so hardcore that they fall off at the end because they've completed the date like that's the end date now i can eat whatever the hell i want yeah and what would you say to someone who felt like they needed that um that incentive or that like time frame thing to stay motivated or to get get their ass into gear depends on like where they're at initially like if they're already coming to the gym it's like hey I come five days a week um, I feel like I just need a bit of a shake up um, something to aim for I need a challenge well then we would probably talk about um, what they're doing when they get here all the other outside stuff all the unsexy stuff nutrition sleep relationships stress all that sort of stuff and then if everything's kind of in check and they just need something to get them going I'd probably give them a specific um 
exercise to aim for so maybe they need to get stronger it's like cool well you're going to do um this lift and this lift and we're going to try and build to this weight and Mm -hmm. we'll have a big celebration when you can hit that or Mm -hmm. you know gymnastics movement something like that Mm -hmm. but short-term challenges are not the way to start (laughs) um it's just like yo-yo dieting that's all it is but you're doing it with other people so it feels more fun yeah yeah that's all it is it's makes me so mad yeah yeah you're right it does happen i i'm very um sheltered i guess in terms of fitness industry because i didn't come from that background Mm -hmm. so i don't even know what people do out there it's fucked up mate but you don't want to see it yeah it's like some businesses not naming any names (laughs) i won't name any names (laughs) um that's their whole business model is challenge challenge after challenge after challenge that's like They'll run like, uh, I think they're eight-week challenges and yeah. they run them every three months, so four times a year. Um, and that's that's their basis of like their profit. That's where it's made. And people would just go, they'd be permanently in a challenge. Like yep. they do one, have a few weeks off, do another one, yep. have a few weeks Cause off. Because at the end of each challenge, they go out and have a massive big dinner and piss up. Yeah. Which is all included in the initial price of the challenge. Of course it is. Yeah. So they, they've paid for it. So you kind of feel obligated to go. You're kind of like, it's like a wedding. You're like, yes, yeah, this is going to be so fun. And then you feel like shit and then you eat like shit for a week. And then you're like, oh, look, that I'm fat. Life. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, I need something. I need something. Oh, look, another challenge. Yeah. Like, it's just like they even teach them. I don't know if they still do this, but that business that I'm talking about. They do, they even show them because they do like paid photos, like an actual photographer yeah. takes before and after, like just the after photo. So they even do water weight stripping in the last week. Yeah, I'm not joking. Like they teach them how to get, look as lean as possible. Spray tans, they get, the girls get their hair and makeup done. Jeez Louise. Just because there's big money to be won at the end yeah. of the challenge and um, they want to look their best. But it's kind of like in a way, like what you used to do with bodybuilding. Yeah. You only look your best for one day. And then you blow it all out the window because you eat like an asshole. Yes. It's very sad. So we do what we do. We run more nutrition courses and then more based on education and stuff like that. Well, like the open in a way is like something to aim for, something to train for. It's like a little challenge in itself. But we know that it's not like start date, end date. And mm-hmm. you're trying to like, if nothing else, you're trying to sleep a bit better in the lead up, eat a bit better in the lead up so you can perform a bit better. And those things hopefully are long lasting, but you won't see us do a like a fitness challenge anytime yeah. soon good thank god because we're all about health and sustainability yes. here we want you to keep going forever we want you to be here until you're 85 yes fucking 90 i want to yeah. train i still want to really train a 90 year old i think that'll be super fun be very fun very cool um questions before your doctor calls yes <laughs> have you got one for me um yep have you so do I. Do you want me to go first? Yeah. Because <laughs> you have one. What childish things do you still enjoy? That's a good question. Oh, that's a good question. Um, I'm going to make this a question of the day. I'm going to write it down right now. Um, what childish things do I still enjoy? I feel like handstand competitions are pretty childish things and I much enjoy those. <laughs> that's a good one. What childish things do you enjoy? Everything. <laughs> Everything childish I, I can't want. even tell you. I don't like pretend playing with Callie. That's, that's my parent c- confession. I yeah. fucking hate it. I, I detest always, 
pretend play. I often ask mums this. I'm like, do you enjoy playing with your kids? No. Because when I look after kids, I only like it for a couple of – like I like hanging out with them, but I don't want to play dolls with you for Geordie, too long. Geordie plays dolls with Kelly more than I do. Yeah. He's far more invested in I can't in keep up with storylines, man. It's just – Well, she and then she pisses me off because she, she tells, tells me you. what to yeah. do. She's like, like, no, don't say that. Oh, and then she's like, okay, now pretend this. I'm like, how about I'll pretend what I want to pretend and you pretend what you want to pretend and then together we can pretend. You can't tell me how to pretend. Anyway, that's why I don't like it. We end up arguing. Um, <laughs> what childish things do I still enjoy? It's definitely like handstands. I'll like, yeah, like a good competition. Remember that time you and Josh had an arm in the air competition? Yeah. Like, yeah, it's just dumb. Just dumb stuff. Just dumb things. Like, yeah, anything I'll race you in anything that doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah. Anything. Anything. Like a, yeah. I'll say a solid race. I'll race. Good old race. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Um, I'm just going to steal today's question. Because I feel like everyone are. needs to hear your answer. Who is your celebrity crush? Why does t- everyone need to hear my answer? Because Lou's going to fight you. Oh, so Lou, bring it on. I want everyone to witness. I will win. Vin Diesel and The Rock have mm-hmm. been my all-time celebrity crushes since as long as I can remember. I'm pretty sure I made out with one of them on the wall on a poster. Oh, I was like... <laughs> In my head just then, I was like, like in real life? You're like pretty sure? How do you, how do you, how do you only you pretty sure? <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure that yeah, there's probably no paper left oh, on the backing. Um, <laughs> That's disgusting. That's Don't pretend funny. like he didn't do it. Um, oh, and the, what's the other guy's name that I like? Jason. Uh, Jason Momoa. Momoa. Mm-hmm. Love me a ponytail or like, yeah, you know, yeah, like, he's pretty sexy. I really like the, like the real, like, um, manly, like rugged. Yes. Like, like the yeah. beard and the pony. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I don't know why it is. And just, yeah, I like big dudes. Yeah. Big, a little bit scary. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> could throw you around. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're my guys. Yeah. 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 Um, I like, um, until I watched Euphoria, I really liked mcsteamy so he's the i don't want to give the plot line away he's from Grey's anatomy and he's is he a sexy euphoria? sexy doctor he's the dad he's the daddy is he yes he looks like shit in euphoria. yes he does not always look like that no i didn't even notice yeah what do you call him Mick? he's called mcsteamy on Grey's right. anatomy mcsteamy oh really yeah that guy Yes. Yeah. So you, you and and Woodsy are the same. You guys like pretty guys. You like like the. Don't uh, tell me that you wouldn't. Like I wouldn't throw him out of bed if he farted. Like definitely play with his bum. (laughs) Like don't. Oh no, that's not a good photo. Don't worry about that. I don't play with bums. You need to react. (laughs) It's not something I'm into. Um, No judgment here, mate. Oh, he's got his shirt off in this one. Yeah. Yeah, he's pretty cute, but Doctor Mark Sloan. Right, mate. But not in Euphoria. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, you Maybe, yeah. And then I told my sister watch Euphoria, and she messaged me, and she was like, "Fuck you." He was my guy. Now he can't be. Oh, you guys had the same guy. Yeah, that's awkward. I shared guys. Yeah. Yeah, you guys. um, Yeah, you do like a pretty guy. Yeah. Don't you reckon? Just yeah, I don't know. Yeah. They got like real like pretty features, like pretty eyes, but they're still very tall, and Mm. you like handsome guys. Handsome. Mm. yeah it's good like we would never fight over a guy no, i mean we're, we're both married so yeah. no no issue here no, no problems but um it's not like we're into the same things so. no we're not mm. i can't do the ball my dad's got a bald head so i just <laughs> <laughs> just 
<laughs> weird. Maybe I'm gonna be like, I yeah, I'm gonna hit your dad up. Maybe he's maybe I'm just gonna find him real hot. Hey, Candace's dad. Don't call me that. Shut up, Candace's dad. <laughs> oh, I hope your mum doesn't listen to no, this. No, I don't think so. That's awkward. Sorry, Candace's mum. Oh. Oh, that's good timing. I gotta go, guys. Have All a right. great week. You too. Bye. Bye. <laughs>